Hello and welcome to the Audio Epics podcast. This is Domine. And uh, yeah, it's been a while since uh, you've heard of us. But rest assured, we're still here. And we're still working on new stuff. Prince of Truth is almost written. And um, I've also started writing The Word of Wolfen. The CD version of The Beast of the Western Wilds um, is coming, but um, I was waiting for the, uh, the, the cover illustration, and uh, unfortunately our friend who is um, creating the cover illustration has fallen ill for some time, and um, I've decided that um, it's best to just wait until she's completely recovered, however long that may take. Um, and she can work on the uh, the illustration and get, you know, the, the best-looking version of the CD version out there rather than, you know, slap something on and, uh, and uh, release uh, an, an, an inferior-looking CD version. So for those of you who are waiting for it, um, I'm sorry for the inconvenience. I'm looking forward to it myself, and uh, the CD version of The Beast will definitely come. In addition to that, I'm also um, planning to release the book version of The Beast of the Western Wilds with that same illustration. Anyway, for today, um, we've got an interview with the composer Peter van Riet, who is a fellow Belgian like myself, also from Antwerp like myself. Um, so <laughs> you may uh, hear that we both speak in our in, in sort of a, the accent of our natural dialect in this one so i hope you'll forgive it and also i hope you will forgive the relatively poor audio quality of this particular interview something went wrong during the recording and as a result the quality isn't as good as it should have been so i apologize for that hello and this is uh, an interview with peter van riet hello uh, the, i mean uh, hello Yes. Hello. Uh, hello is uh. Antwerp for hello. <laughs> so for yes. all of you non-Antwerp speakers out there. Like everyone. <laughs> Possibly. Um, yeah. So, um, let's talk about you as a musician. Okay. And um, everything that you've been doing for Audio Epics and beyond. And beyond. And beyond. The stars. <laughs> So let's start um, with going back to how we first met and how we first started think, working together. I think it was uh, 2006, I think, or something like that. It must be around that time. Yeah, it was. Uh, I met uh, Olivier first. It's it's through Olivier that I met you. Um, he asked me for Will of the Woods, but the uh, Dutch version. Yes, and the Wezens van het Woud. Yes. And they already had a component, it was Vincent Bichal. Um Yeah, I think Olivier had... We had one of the actors was uh, Niklas, yes. and he was in a band called Lemuria. Yes. And they had a, a keyboard player who also composed music. Yeah. It was Vincent. Yeah, and uh, we worked together on that, uh, on that project. He had already laid out some teams. Yes, the, the I'm, I'm not sure why, why, why uh, what the re what the reason was. They they sought another composer. Why Vincent didn't do it? I, I don't really. 
I remember. I seem to remember that uh, um, things were very slow going. That because Vincent was very busy. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, that we couldn't really. Um, we needed m- more than two hours of music. Mm, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of music. It is, but um, but we did manage to pull it off. To pull it off. Well, you managed to pull it off. Um, the entire audio drama was filled with music, yeah. and it was not just. A bunch of music it was really um, just I think that's where we sort of clicked me I, I felt we quickly had the same uh, idea of the atmosphere mm. that we were looking for yeah it was, uh, it was very experimental for me uh, I did some really weird things with my piano too and it was the first time I, I really uh, composed something for a, a large project that size yeah so with 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 lots of teams and because i i did some small things for myself just experimenting but this was the first thing with with several themes uh each chair for each character and and it was uh it had it's all uh to fit together in the end and it was it was exciting i i think i had to find all the things how, how to record and how to just in all, in all aspects, it was n- very new to me. Very, yeah. I just had to. At that point, were you still a student of um, a, a music student? Yep. Or yeah, I studied uh, uh, the Lemmes Institute in Leuven. I studied classical piano. So I mm-hmm. think it was in my third year. Um, I've I've always been a big fan of uh, film music, and mm. that was that was one of the things that we sort of clicked. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were also a big fan of yeah. uh, film scores. Yeah, like seventy percent of my my music library, my digital music library, and both just my music library is film music. Uh, yeah, a bit of a film geek. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Um, Soundtrack geek. <laughs> yeah, um, and and to this day, still um, yes, it yes. hasn't changed. No, no, it's very, <laughs> very much so. So yeah. So what were your? Would you say your influences on the Will of the Woods? Mm, Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. Very much so. Yeah. Um, I remember clearly the theme. It was very much inspired by by the atmosphere of, of uh, uh, the soundtrack of uh, Black Beauty. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's okay. not so not so uh, known, but it's. I think it's. it's, it's yeah, I. I very much like that theme, and it inspires me very much to, like, well, well, the the main theme for, uh, well, more the love theme, I think, the music in Merilia. Mm-hmm. So I kind of transferred that 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 idea into that theme. I don't know if you you if, if, if an outsider would listen to both themes that would recognize the inspiration, but that that's why I where I got the inspiration, and also. Uh, um, James uh, Newton Howard. There is one right, scene. The village, it, uh, maybe, or no, more like uh, it was a Disney animation film, uh, Treasure Island or Atlantis. It was Atlantis. Right. Uh, yeah, that, that there is something from Atlantis. That I it's interesting. I wouldn't have noticed those influences, oh, particularly Tom, in the Will of the Thomas Lord. Newman too. Now I think of it, like the lake scene, the right. crossing of the lake. That was some some. It was, I had some inspiration from uh, the Shawshank Redemption, hmm. like dissonant uh, tones, and yeah, like it's 
I heard a little bit of um, the music, uh, Howard Shore's music for Rivendell in uh, The Crossing of the Lake. But that might have been coincidence, maybe. No, no, that's... Sure. Yeah. I, it's, it's, sure. I, there are lots of influences. I, I don't remember. It's like, it's a long time ago. So. And you also performed some, some singing in Yes, the... yes. Yeah, like... Yeah, just a lot of uh, do-it-yourself. Like... Um, yeah, I thought yeah, there would be a, a singing voice would be a good fit, and then like yeah, there is no one around, so I just recorded myself, and then it just stayed Works that way. Well. <clears throat> and that was actually which idea. Yeah, someone else can sing it, like a professional singer or something. But just, I think it really works just the way it is. And uh, I, I, or, I remember there was also the uh, scene for Redla, yes. the flying scene. Yeah, was a... um, that was an interesting one because that really went through a lot of versions. <laughs> yeah, and still changing. Yeah. <laughs> it's still, <laughs> it's changing still, today. still not finished, still tweaking. And, and, uh, <laughs> no, uh, yeah. no, I, 12 I, years I'm actually, later. <laughs> I'm actually not sure which version ended up in the file because there are also a lot of versions of Will of the Woods and there's the Rivers of Thought and Will of the Woods and then there's a remastered version of Will of the Woods but I'm not sure. Oh yeah, all that is was I just, um, I just... But I don't know, don't know if there were changes did, in music. Yeah, I didn't, no, it didn't change anything about on, it. I kept I, on, because while I, because technology changes and, and I kept learning new techniques on sample libraries and I was... The remastered version is just, um, okay. just a remaster, just sound compression really. Yeah. Ah, okay. Um, just to make it so the difference between the loudest and the quietest parts is, isn't as big. But that that theme from Red Lad was from Vincent. Originally, yes. Yeah, but that, it's still, it's the theme is still Vincent's. Yeah. But the arrangement is different. That's true. This is mine, but the theme is Vincent's. And it's a great theme. His theme. I don't. I'm not. I his don't know theme that. was more of a, a carefully carefree sort of um, floating in the air sort yes. of melody, and and you turned it into more of an exciting ride. Yeah, I, think um, it, I was I was very much inspired by uh, by Harry Potter and uh, Azkaban. Right, Buckbeak's yes, flight. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, very, it, it I tried to like capture that same energy. Of course, it's John Williams, so yeah, I never could, uh, and still I still couldn't get to the same level of brilliance. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, yeah, I, I was very much inspired by that. Uh, yeah, so the scene and the music and energy, mm -hmm. very much energy. Yes, definitely. Uh, yeah. And um, and I love the piano piece at the end. That's one of my oh, yeah. favorites. Oh uh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, And um, I mean uh, the Newsweek and Merilia piano piece that you did for the end credits. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that was actually the first uh, thing I comp made. It was an improvisation. That uh, was. Uh, one of the campuses where we studied, and uh, there were some pianos there. There was a, there was a, a an aula with a, with a piano, and we could record there. And 
uh, it was the second or third time actually we met. We just recorded uh, the team and I, I just improvised. It was improvised at that moment and I think, I'm not sure, I'm not sure which of that version ended up on the soundtrack or on the actual audio drama, but um, the, the, the team still is the same, that's the team I used and then kind of that tradition ended up. The, yeah, the, the theme became the, the the sort of the theme for it's kind of a love theme, I guess you could yeah, say. For yeah, like the, the introduction theme is just different. It's just it's an entirely other theme that's composed by my. But it, it was more we we called it. I remember we started calling it the Bond theme. Yes, bonding theme. The bond, yeah, because yes. not James Bond, but the, <laughs> the bonding between these two characters, yeah. because. Um, the, uh, the very first time the, the Wraith is introduced, for those who, um, who know the story, who've listened to it, mm -hmm. the very first time the Wraith is introduced and um, he takes off his hood and Mirelia sees his face, that's when you hear that theme for mm. the first time. I am a Wraith and a horrid sight to behold. I don't know where I came from and I don't know where I'm going. I don't know anything. All I know, all I remember, is years and years of wandering, wandering, wandering. And then it comes back a number of times in the story, and then there's a full melodic version in the end credits. I really like the way the whole soundtrack, I mean, the whole music score is, is sort of built up in the Will of the Woods. Mm. I was very happy with that. I still regularly listen to it just to enjoy the music. Um, also, the um, well, I've, I've lost the soundtrack myself. I can I, I can send it to you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I can send your music to you. Well, that's how that's how organized I am. I lost <laughs> my I lost my own music. But there was also uh, I have it I have it on the on the floppy disk. Floppy <laughs> disk. Yeah, like that. I made it a lot. Yeah, it's true. I I made I made it for, uh, well not well the the. <laughs> I made, I made my, my, the, the, the orchestral parts, I made that on, on, on a Roland uh, work uh, station uh, synthesizer and it, it, it didn't even have USB, it was just like a floppy disk and I could record it on which, wow. different tracks, like very, in a very analog way actually. And mm -hmm. then I had to like connect the, my Roland with, with an audio cable, analog audio cable to the sound card of my computer and then I had to press play. First, I had Indeed. to press record on my computer, then I had to press play, and that's how I record wow. uh, big, huge parts of the of, of the soundtrack. Actually, like the the whole original introduction, that's how that was made. Like it was on my road, and then that's amazing. The cable, yeah, it's okay. And so let's fast forward a um, couple of years. I think I think four years to uh, Witch, Witch Hunter. Hunter. Yeah, so. A number of years after uh, the Will of the Woods, well, the original Dutch version of the, the Will of the Woods, um, we did uh, Witch Hunter, which was something completely different. And, and uh, you made the main theme, uh, having. I did. I don't remember that. No. Well, no. Um, we were. Uh, I asked for you. Yeah, just Hermit, and then like I know where we were. Me, I don't know when that was. I think at that time I. It was just. Yeah. I was, I think I was listening to the music for uh, Van Helsing, 
the movie Van Helsing. Yeah, me too. I was very much inspired by uh, by the music of Van Helsing. Yeah, uh, which I mean, Van Helsing is kind of a similar character. Yes, and um, it it fits. But the music became something entirely else than, yeah. than the music. It's entirely else. It's very different, but there's still an element of well, that. It's actually, I was heavily inspired by Batman Begins. By the... I like it. Very original now. It's <laughs> back, But back then it was still original. <laughs> yeah, it, yes. And I, I did actually my own... I thought I was very being very smart because mm-hmm. the... Batman, in Batman, it, it was bum 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 bum. It's ah, I'm going to do something else. I'm going to bum 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 bum. And that became actually the theme of what, <laughs> so actually it's just Batman with difference. So it's just it's, maybe I don't. No, know. I think I, that there's I, maybe more I can't to it. say that. And, uh, and there's more to it than that, right? <laughs> well, actually, no. That's just. That's just I mean, just, you did you no. did so much to create this grand, dark. Um, medieval feel with the the bells and the organ what and the do choir. What people remember? Bomb. Yes, but that was long before Inception <laughs> yes, that you so. did. Bomb. Yeah, yeah. They stole it from me. Yeah. No, I I remember one of the early scenes in Witch Hunter when um, when he goes to uh, his mentor's. Um, uh, house which is burning and mm. he tries to save yeah. him and he has to jump through the window mm, yeah. there was this uh, this big climax yeah um, that was a very cool scene to score I was very happy with how that all turned out. It was all right. And there was a lot of choir in it also. Yeah. Um, very, yeah. very big choirs. Very. Yeah, I, 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 I uh, just, I was still experimenting with uh, how to arrange and score because I, I never really learned that because I was lazy. <laughs> uh, no, no, but I was uh, like figuring it still out how to how to compose and arrange and uh, orchestrate. And uh, now I would do it differently now, but it it it, it has a very interesting effect. Uh, it was a very uh, non-usual way to score things or to uh, orchestrate. Yeah, but it was. Non, in a non-score. It had well, a I unique just, sound. I just, yeah, yeah, that's that's. Uh, and, uh, I I also remember there was a there was something about the the the, the brass instruments yeah. that made it sound very unique, witch hunter to me. Well, I was very much inspired by uh, by Elliot Goldenthal's score. Ah, yes. Elliot Goldenthal was a huge Final Fantasy uh, and the, the, the harsh, harsh sounding sounds mm-hmm. <laughs> and the harsh sound of, of the brass and very you had to feel the pain and, uh, and mm. the tormentation <laughs> of uh, of little off and it's, <laughs> I think it's a very tormented sound. Probably, mm-hmm. I'm very felt very tormented that uh, because I was <laughs> well, projected from a white girl or something but uh, I had to work it and out and also I was tormenting you to, so you, you <laughs> yes you were also torturing me yeah. 
with uh, with sticks, whips and whips and <laughs> yes, yeah, all for the sound. Yeah, it's, but, but it worked. It worked. It's, it's great. <laughs> nah, yeah, it was. So um, yeah, I I was I thought Witch Hunter was another one of those cases where um, where sort of the 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 music for me immediately sort of conjures up certain visual images very much. I see seven peaks. When I hear that music, I see seven peaks. I see the tall buildings, uh, so the, the, the gothic architecture. I see sort of the the red sky and the, yeah. It really it's um, it's it's that kind of music, isn't it? It's very visual music. Yes. Um, and so after after um, Will of the Woods and Witch Hunter, you I think that's sort of when when we started getting noticed in the audio drama community with our yeah. stories and yes. they started asking you for other projects as well um, mm -hmm. for audio drama so yeah not, uh, for, not for my stories but other stories Jeff uh, Matthew Petro and uh, William uh, Dufry uh, who I met actually it, it was uh, when we uh, when we met those people like uh, Matthew and uh, Fred Greenall in uh, in uh, in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah. We made, uh, well, you went there. You and Elaine went there in, in 2012 mm -hmm. or 2013. I'm not sure. We, we went twice. We yeah, went yeah, once, we've, just yes. me and her, and then yeah, once and the second time I, I went with. For that was for. Uh, the first time was for Witch Hunter, I think, and right. the second time right. was, there was a there was a. We won an award. Yes, yes. Yeah, and um, and so uh, that's when we met a bunch of people. Yeah, so it was it was um, converse. Uh, no, convergence. Convergence. Yeah, it is, it's it's like uh, how do you say? Well, what what was convergence? It was like Comic Con, yeah. but smaller. Yeah, but thinking of the. Convention. Yeah, convention. Yeah. yeah. What a word. What a story, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like it was on a convention, convergence. So that's where the second time I went with you, it was uh, when I met uh, Fritz and Matthew. Mm -hmm. And then we, we, we kept in touch. And then uh, Matthew asked me for uh, some smaller projects, like uh, dialed in. I think right. Aline also worked uh, as a director on one of those. Yeah. Just a lot of uh, different smaller stories. Mm -hmm. And uh, Aline directed, I think, one of those Yeah, uh, she directed stories. some of the episodes. Some, yeah. And then, then I then uh, I scored... Uh, uh, it was uh, something with E. I don't know. It was like some Indiana Jones-like sort of story. Right. It yeah. was very cool. It was very... Music was sparse, but... Uh, yeah, I was influenced by uh, by soundtrack of Raiders, and I, mm -hmm. I, 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 yeah, it was very and and, and it was very nice working with Matthew. Also, it was the first time we worked together. And then um, some years later, I think it was oh no, it was just two thousand fourteen or two thousand two thousand fourteen. Uh, Fred asked me to to uh, join me in a project he was involved with, um, Journey with Strange Bedfellows. Right. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was an, another uh, sort of Victorian Gothic. That was type story. Yeah, but uh, it, uh, I made that. Um, I kind of made. Um, it was I think an hour of music he needed, and I had like a month time <laughs> to hmm. score it, and I did it. I pulled it up like well, mm -hmm. two months or a month and a half, 
but I, I think I'm very proud of that. Uh, it that was project. very good. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, just uh, just the products uh, from Jan C. Jones. She uh, she was the brains behind that project. Uh, Red was a producer also, and also William Dufries was also a producer. Hmm. I made a project for him and Fred after that. But yeah, that was from Jen C. Jones. It was four stories, four classical stories, um, steampunk-like yeah. stories, and uh, she combined them in one one story, one romantic story, and it's mm -hmm. very inspirational to make music for. And it was yeah, a very cool project. Yeah, I, and I took ideas from the uh, that I, things I learned from Witch Hunter. I used them in what they can use yeah. to score, and and it's so. And then there were the Audible projects, right? Um, well, it was one Audible, audible okay, project. Okay, I thought there was another one. But you'll know better. <laughs> I, I forgot. I don't know. I already got that. Um, audible. Um, yes, so through um, Journey, just like a month after Journey to Strange Bedfellows, or I think they were just, they were still, uh, st we were still work working also on, on Journey, I think. And then Fred said he was working on um, another project with uh, William Dupris. It's a real joy to work uh, for uh, William Dupris, by the way. It's very, very motivational. Mm -hmm. very, uh, I love working with him. He believes in you. Yeah, it's, that's really nice to have someone to believe. It's, it's very rare to meet someone like that who really can encourage you like that. And it's helpful also. For, um, and so that uh, Audible project, yeah, it was lock was, and key, uh, lock and key, yeah. right? Yeah, lock and key. That was a, a very big thing in the audio drama community. Yes. There was a lot of talk about. Uh, yes, it. It's, it's also not only in the uh, audio drama world. It's just it's uh, it's uh, uh, it's from Joe Hill, and he wrote it. That it's it's, it's, uh, it's a graphic novel series of eight or nine books, and it was uh, written by uh, Joe Hill, is the son of uh, Stephen King. And uh, it was with Archie. Why isn't he called Joe King? Okay. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> why? I don't know. Uh, but um, yeah, it was just to get. Um, he made that with Gabriel Rodriguez, and um, I made the music for that. It was a very cool project. Yeah, for Audible, Amazon. That music was. Um, I think there was an element of sort of 80s. Um, 80s um, adventure yeah. movies mm. in there, yeah, so uh, not like Stranger Things. No, no, but, but more like uh, Alan Alan Silvestri, yeah, Goldsmith, but sort of the whimsical tone. Yeah, and a bit like uh, there was some uh, Ducktales-like music in it. Also. Yeah, but amazingly, it's actually an extremely dark story, right? Uh, and yeah, the music it's, it's gets not, dark it's not all that, but yeah, it's very, it's very, yeah, it's. it's it's very dramatic. I it's think. very, very yes, but it's it's not all dramatic. It's not, but there are also some very light moments. Mm -hmm. It's 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 not 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 gritty. It's it has a lot of gritty elements, 
lot of, of dark characters and uh, yeah, very, it's, it's a very varied score. You can really listen to it, and, and what I like about it's one of the things that I like about film music is one just one score, one one album can can contain so many different emotions, and uh, mm. and I think Lock and Key is a great example of that. Thank you. And there was a one track in particular that uh, really stood out for me, and yeah, it sort of brings us to the next topic, I guess, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, the Beast of the Western Wilds, our most recent project, mm-hmm. um, which we just finished and released uh, this year, um, and um, you did new music for that. But we also used one track from uh, Lock and Key in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, I, I want to talk about the new music. Um, so you did music for it, but uh, our friend Dane Re- Leonardson also did music for it. Yeah. Um, you have different styles, but I, I, I still thought they, it really fit together, the two yeah. sounds. Yeah. Um, but so uh, I think it's very cool what he did too. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's. Um, it's, it's I was very when I first heard it what he what he had uh, composed like the theme that it's that's used in the intro mm-hmm. in uh, the podcast version. So, yeah, he yeah really I was very much surprised. Uh, it's very yeah. I was I really liked that uh, the atmosphere and the instrumentation and say. Something entirely else that I, uh, the way I would approach it, but it's very interesting, very refreshing, and I really liked it. Yeah, yeah um, I I wanted um, the Beast of the Western Wilds to be different from Witch Hunter. I wanted it, I wanted it to feel much more not the big epic, but more a smaller scaled story with a, a bit of um, um, you know a, um, an atmosphere of you're in the woods, and uh, it's you know it's it's a bit more of like a grim fairy tale uh, sort of feel to it, and um, and Dane really really did that with the the the, the wood wood uh, mm-hmm. instruments that he used. Yeah, um, the woodwinds. The woodwinds. The will of the woodwinds. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And but then you made a, a main theme for the beast. Which was more inspired, I think, by uh, Sleepy Hollow, right? Yeah, Any but again, more the atmosphere than really the instrumentation. Right. A bit instrumentation, like the... I don't know. But much, I think more, it was more the atmosphere and the, the rhythm and the... Well, it's, it's orchestral, so it's... Yeah. It's not instrumentation, of course. But, and then I used to, to, a, a solo... Uh, Voice, mm-hmm. so, I, I and the sort of what is that instrument called? Is it a dulcimer? The yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's an instrument I actually also used in um, Journey with the Strange Bedfellows. That instrument yeah. has a certain, I don't know, a period feel to it. Um, it has a historical feel to it. Yeah, somehow it fitted, and and yeah, I, I said, give it a listen. And, 
Yeah, it I, really I, worked for me. Well, I, I, I uh, it was like I think I, I made that team uh, two, three weeks at most for um, for the first episode was actually yeah um, uh, broadcast on the internet. I, I really like how um, with Witch Hunter one, the first Witch Hunter, um, you had. The very recognizable theme, uh, sort of Ludlow's theme, the the rhythmical bum 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 bum. At the end of each episode, when yeah. you heard that, you you knew like, okay, so the episode is over. Um, mm. And 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 with Beast of the Western Wilds, the, the same happened. It was a different theme, completely different theme, but you had the same feeling of, okay, so we're gently being taken out of this episode, and mm. the music sort of ends it and wraps it up. I really like that. Um, and then, yeah, there was a scene towards the end of um, the story of the beast mm -hmm. that um, yeah. at first I wanted new music for it, but then I was listening to um, Lock and to, Key. to your music for Lock and Key, and there was a track in there called um, "What What Evil Lurks in the Dark." Yeah, and and shadows. Yeah, the right, dark. shadows. But there was a. I, I once wrote a story long ago when I was 18, mm -hmm. which was called "What Evil Lurks in uh, in Darkshire," yeah. and um, and it was like a sign in a way to me. I uh, I listened to it and I thought this track fits so well with that scene, the final scene where they fight the monster. <laughs> and so I, I I thought maybe we could use that and um, mm -hmm. and we used it. Yeah. And I thought it really all just came together. Um, yeah, in the, in, the, in the lock and key, it was kind of. Uh, I, I, I actually don't remember. We actually used that in lock and key, but it was it was inspired by the the last uh, uh, sort of final scene. And uh, I, the way I composed music for for lock and key was not like uh, the scenes were being recorded while I while I made the music simultaneously. So I was I had to uh, make music. From more like directions, like atmosphere, like or a theme for that mm. person, that character, or that was the only thing that I really made for a scene, and I was actually more inspired by by the graphic novel itself because there was no much material I could base myself. Uh, but uh, to be perfectly like, honest, if if the, uh, if they didn't use this in Lock and Key, then that's criminal because it's such a great <laughs> track. Well, if it used, so, I think it's probably buried under special effects. But, but, <laughs> yeah, but it's too not, much CGI, man. Yeah, no, but it's, <laughs> right, it's, it's not. It's, it's, I, I don't want to point. Certainly, don't want to point a finger to the, to the, to Fred's or Venom or because they did an amazing job. Like, a lot of my music was, was my music was very present in in Lock and Key, and they really did amazing thing. But I honestly, don't, I honestly don't know if it, it was actually used, and I, I, I thought it was pretty because I. I uh, I really liked it myself. Uh, I, I liked I liked working on that on that piece, and I think it just it evolves, and it is like like seven or eight minutes, I think. I think, and I still haven't listened to the audio drama itself, so I, I don't really know. But um, but yeah, I'm a big fan of the music. Um, and and, and but it, it really fit in the witch hunter universe. Also, I thought there was this there was this organ in it, yeah. Um, yeah. Which, I, which I think was a bit inspired by uh, Interstellar. Interstellar, right? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, 
the movie was yeah but it fits the medieval well the more like early renaissance world of uh, witch hunter mm -hmm. and um and and the heavy the heavy um percussion and brass sort of made it sound like there was some something big and threatening and, you know and there was a monster in <laughs> that they were gonna fight in my scene so it it, it just really fit together and Yeah, but I, I, I didn't really compose a lot of music for Beasts of the Western Wilds. I think it maybe Dean uh, composed uh, lots more music than I did for that project. So did Dane you, did, Dane did a little bit more. Uh, yeah. I also reused uh, quite a bit of music from the original Witch Hunter. And yeah, yeah, okay, but that's not... So but I... I, I very purposely left out the the theme for Ludlow himself yeah. until the very end of the story. Yeah, I know that's very exciting. Uh, yeah, so at the very end of the story, uh, Ludlow goes I was home again. More excited than anyone who listened. To <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, so. Oh so my, there, yeah, really there instead of going into the into the theme for the the other episodes, we went to the the witch hunter theme in sort of a big. Yeah, a um, new rendition. Yeah. But I also, I also, uh, so also the dubstep version. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> no, I said um, it, it. It already made an appearance in the, the, the second track I made. It was uh, for a particular scene. Uh, the uh, fighting scene with the little monsters. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it was very, very, very cool scene to score. Uh, it's an influence from from actually the opening from Raiders. Lost Ark. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. yeah, the instrumentation it, and the it atmosphere. It certainly had a John Williams feel to it. Yes, I, I experimented with some aspect that the, the, the same uh, instrumentation that he uses in the, okay. in the soundtrack so, and some techniques. This very nice, cool. And then, then I, I, I start subtle, subtly, I, I, I tried to uh, introduce the Witch Hunter team, and it was very nostalgic for me to do that. Yeah, for me also. What are you working on now, Peter? I, I thought, weren't you scoring a horror movie or is, is that Ah, uh, no, scored that, uh, finishing okay. that. Uh, finishing, as well. there's, there's an album that's coming along now. Small. So that's, is that your first actual movie score? No, no, um, the first one was, uh, I did, I did, I think, three, four, no, four, five short films. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did one in 2011, I think, Kingdom Come, uh, and then uh, Extras in... Right, yes, I saw the, that movie, I, I went to the premiere. <laughs> yes, you were, yes, I, I, yeah, no, I, I forgot, yes, you were there. Yeah, it was, it was uh, an interesting film. Yes. Um, it was more, more a comedy film. Yeah, More and and the, the music was kind of uh, comedy, sort of. Well, I, I tried, I try, I, I tried to take it serious because I think that uh, the thing you shouldn't do with comedy it's it's very very difficult uh, 
genre to score because you, you, you should you shouldn't well, there isn't yeah. there isn't a thing it doesn't exist a thing like comedy music it doesn't no, exist like right, you, you I, can't it just it right. doesn't work yeah. like if you if, if there is a com you have to you have to take it seriously you but have there was to take a it, sort you of you have to really that's my vision I think that's the best comedy music is the music that takes what what happens on screen seriously and not like <laughs> like a, yeah, yeah, right. Or like, like, like. Uh, but I mean, there was certainly music. more of a playful element to it, right? Yeah, it was more lighter music, but there was also yeah. the, the introduction scene. I, I, I uh, it was inspired by the music of dance, actually. Really? Oh, okay. Matilde Brasier. Yeah, it was yeah. string. Uh, and it, was, it, it was a family meeting, between, and there was between brackets for our uh, American listeners, dance is a is a is a dramatic movie. Yeah, um, it's a Belgian movie. They probably don't know it. But it's it's a it's a dramatic movie. Yeah, that was Stan Konings. And um, and the music was uh, from Thierry Brasse, a very famous uh, composer, not only for film music but just for, uh, for music composer, classical music uh, composer, mm-hmm. uh, and also from for musicals. I'm sorry, you made music for musicals. Yeah, the, mu- the musical from dance, <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, and and uh, the conductor and a teacher and just uh, an all round very, and a trumpetist is a trumpet player, classical trumpet player. Right. And, uh, I, so, didn't Dirk Brasse also conduct the Star Wars concert? Um, yes, yes, it's, 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 yeah. a, it's like a sort of ambassador for film music. Yeah, uh, and uh, every year at the film festival, there is film festival in Ghent and. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Every every year they, they invite uh, one or more composers. Yeah, and then he conducts the, the concerts. I went the year when um, James Newton Howard was there. Hmm. Right. Yeah, and um, and he, James Newton Howard was complimenting Dirk Brosse's uh, conducting skills. Yeah, but Dirk Brosse is also he, he also loves film music. He's a passion mm. also for film music, and it's, it's, it shows and it's a real heart for that. A real interest. It's very, yeah, and just a very good musician. Yeah, but yeah, so down, dance is uh, is, uh, is like a classic. Like it is, it's it's called mm-hmm. dance. It's, it's so very. So it's quite well known here in Belgium. Yeah, yeah. And, and the music is very very good. Belgium's got talent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so um, yeah, as for the future um, for audio epics, we are writing new things. Uh, my wife Irene is currently writing. Uh, a new story which is um, more in the same style as the will of the woods it's something similar to the chronicles of narnia and the music is by bruno mars <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, i'm writing the the next part in the witch hunter saga which is called the word of wolfen yeah i, I remember what i wanted to tell we should uh, make a like, compilation album for uh, uh, Beasts of the Western, Beasts of the Western Wells. With the right, music yeah. Of Dane, if, if you and Dane agree, then uh, yeah, sure. I don't know. We can make a, a CD uh, uh, and sell millions. Sell millions. Become rich. Yes, that's that's why we do it. Because I mean, after all, um, that's all for the, the audio drama has been listened to by about two thousand people. So I think yes. the CD will sell millions. Yeah, of course. It's, <laughs> it's <laughs> a question about it. But why wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be real. I would be really. Surprised if it's when it's all million. <laughs> That's uh, yeah, okay. sure. Why why didn't we why don't they have an album yet? It's yeah, let's get busy. Or let's get busy. <laughs> let's get busy. Let's get busy. <laughs> okay, so this is this was our interview. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Goodbye. I, I did.
So that was our interview with Peter van Riet. I hope you enjoyed it. And in um, other news, on YouTube, we are nearing 2,000 subscribers. We're almost there. I thought maybe, you know, when we reach 2,000 subscribers, we could do something, something original. So if you have any suggestions as to what we could do, I don't know, uh, like have uh, a contest or something, or uh, have a guest on the show. <laughs> Not that this is really a talk show normally, but okay. Um, you know, I'd like to hear from you. You know where to find us. Uh, you can comment on YouTube. You can comment on our Facebook. Um, you can send us a tweet at Audio Epics. We're interested in all of it. All right, this is Domine. And um, I bid you all a very fond farewell. No, that sounds too dramatic. We'll hear from each other soon.